This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shop First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. This week we're talking about Cabin Boy. These pipes are clean. This movie came out in 1994. Directed by Adam Resnick. Written by Chris Elliott and Adam Resnick. Starring Chris Elliott, Rich Brinkley, James Gammon... David Letterman, Brian Doyle Murray. How do you say his name? Brian James. <laughs> Brian. I think it's pronounced Brioche. Melora <laughs> <laughs> Walters. Others. Ricky Lake. Andy Richter. Yeah, Andy Richter's first movie. There you go. Possibly um, his last. I don't know whose movie this was. <laughs> this is my movie. That's what I figured. All right, Alex. What's your history of this movie? Uh, I saw this movie in the theaters, and uh, it was hilarious when I saw it in the theaters. Now, not so much. So definitely, uh, Jeebus, what can I say? <laughs> I did not enjoy it this third time around. This is the third time I've watched it, and it's gotten unfunnier every viewing. All right. Uh, Scott, what's your history of this movie? It's actually my first time seeing it, uh, watching it for the podcast. Um, seen bits and pieces. I, I did remember the pipes are clean line when he said it. Mm-hmm. Um, probably from Alex. <laughs> I don't know who else would have been quoting it. Uh, but uh, I don't. I don't feel like I missed out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that, that's basically uh. it. I, uh, I watched it. Um, thank God this movie was under an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Hey, I might not yeah. pick good movies, but at least they're short. <laughs> um, I watched this once on video. I know I know I didn't see it in the theater. I had seen it once before. I really didn't remember anything other than that they were at sea for most of it, uh, and that the coach from Major League was in it. That's really the things that I remember, uh, and that David Letterman was in it. That's something. I uh, remembered um, back in the day. Yeah, Chris Elliott. I mean, he had a TV show, Get a Life, and mm-hmm. yes, no. I don't know why he was. He was Woogie and something about Mary and the camera guy the... and Groundhog Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I read it's in, in the, the trivia uh, that Abyss it was he in the Abyss. Yeah. Oh, he was on the he was top side, but he was he was a. Uh, in the movie. Mm, okay. Anyway. Yeah, in the trivia I read that this was supposed to be a um, Tim Burton movie. Well, he produced it. Yeah, but he was, I think he was supposed to direct it because uh-huh. the guy that directed this movie did this and the Academy Awards show and then that's it. <laughs> that's all his directing <laughs> credits. Hmm. I, I mean, Chris Elliott co-wrote it. You know, Got to take the the source material into account here, All right? No, definitely. I, I like I like Tim Burton just fine, but uh, I don't think he would have been able to. 
Anyway, all right. Yeah, I think so. The the director was also the writer. He was he wrote on Get a Life. He wrote for Late Night with David Letterman. He did Saturday Night Live. He did a Larry Sanders show. Okay, that, okay, that explains the Letterman cameo. Yeah. yeah, Death to Smoochie. So he did some other stuff writing wise. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, as usual, let's get into it. We're going to talk about seven items from the movie. Alex, what's your number seven? My number seven is that this movie's just mostly not funny. I laughed once. I'll get to it on my list, but yeah, I I laughed once. And I was disappointed because, it, yeah, this is one of those movies that I really liked when I watched it when I was younger, in my tweens. Uh, yeah, disappointed. Disappointed. So very sorbo. Yes, sorbo. Disappointed. It's, uh, yeah, I didn't laugh very much in this movie, but, um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not as bad as some other crap you made us watch recently, so. Whew, I don't know about that, Jeff. Yeah, oh, I, I do. I, there, there were, <laughs> I, I had Jeff levels of, like, uh, going on for, for just about every other scene mm-hmm. in this, so. Mm-hmm. I don't think you did, because that's how bad your guys' crap is, where I'm thinking, like, well, at least it's not that. Anyway, we'll talk about it. <laughs> so, so there's two of us and one of you, Jeff. So just the simple math would, would dictate that, that that your opinion's wrong here. Science. Science. All right. Uh, Scott, what's your number seven? Uh, my number seven is... Uh, it's snuck in at the very end, quite literally. Uh, and he's riding on her back to get down to the ship at the end. Uh, did not make me laugh, but I thought it was a clever gag. Uh, when it was a... a, a I guess a good way to, to end the movie, kind of him riding off in the sunset, as it were. Going <laughs> he did it earlier show. with her, too. Did he? Yeah. I'm, yeah, see, he, thanks I, for spoiling my list. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, <laughs> I I, there no, there no might, be, might be a few scenes that I, I tuned out on. Uh, I didn't realize he, he did ride on her back beforehand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is yeah. that your one laugh, Scott, Alex? Yes. Because okay. I did laugh at this scene. It probably was one of the only times I laughed, too. Yeah. I think there were the first two time di- I saw it, <laughs> I completely forgot about it. Yeah, I had two laugh-out-loud moments. Um, those are on my list, so we'll get to those. <laughs> All right. Uh, my number seven is, I hate Chris Elliott. <laughs> He's not funny. Never was. Even back then, asking. I don't think any of his stuff was funny. Um, this movie would be better without him. Like, I... I He's just not a funny person. I don't get what. Why did he get a show? How is he in movies? How did he get a. Ugh. Terrible. That's a family, Jeff. I think he's good as a side character. (laughs) He was fine in Groundhog Day. He's annoying in Groundhog's Day. But he's supposed to be. be. (laughs) Two bits. It works for that movie. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's. Okay. I'll, I'll give you that. He's. It's better than he is in this. But I still, anyone could have made that part. Anyway, Chris Elliott sucks, and uh, this movie is not that good. <laughs> Sorry, Chris Elliott. We just lost a listener. <laughs> yeah, he probably is listening to our podcast. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, they did my movie <laughs> on the internet. Oh, they hated it. They're, he's stealing our jokes. That's why he's doing terribly. Uh, he's funny in something about Mary because he has like a pimple on his eyeball. Like, hilarious. Alex, what's your number six? Uh, my number six is, and this kind of made me smile because I kind of remember it. 
is when Brian James was being poked to death by an iceberg. Stupid. Yeah. I giggled was, a little bit, but it was stupid. It was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> the iceberg it was felt, just there felt like, poking uh, at him. What what is damn it, what's the name of the the, the stop the clay stop motion animation? Ray film? Harryhausen. Not Ray Harryhausen. Uh one for all the Christmas movies. Ray oh, Harryhausen. <laughs> yeah, I know you're talking about Scott. I forgot the name though. All right, Scott number six. <laughs> this, is, this is a great list. Mm-hmm. Uh, number six is they had the ship rocking for like the whole movie. It's just a fucking awful choice. Like, I get it. That's the set around the ship. <laughs> Scott stiffed armed his TV when he was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it was, it was oh. early on where I was. I, I was. I was feeling a little queasy. Uh, no, oh, that sucks. I'm not going to lie. Uh, yeah, it's just it's it's a bad bad way to do things. Like I, I agree, it didn't bother me, to, but it, it was annoying. Like, you know, going for realism. Like, what what's the purpose there? Yeah, it's just it's fine when it's like stormy or whatever, but yeah, I don't know. I think because they were just on you know the back lot set there, they're like, we got to keep pretending that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, it was unnecessary. Right. My number. So my only real. I, this movie sucks, and I don't have <laughs> many negatives. But or I have a lot negative. of negatives. But I tried to be more positive on this with my list here. So it's not. So I have Shark Man. It was all right. I guess I don't know. <laughs> like I didn't hate it. It was a thing, and I smiled and chuckled a couple times. That's it. And then the, the, some of the CG with, with him, or what it wasn't even CG, whatever they did with it was pretty hilarious. Um, yeah. Shark Man. Mm-hmm. Alex, what's your number five? Song Garden Song. Uh, my number five was the uh, fish wipes at the start of the movie. <laughs> that one made me chuckle a little bit also. And it's like, I was not expecting that at all. <laughs> it's like, what? Name comes up and then a different type of fish. Caught me off guard. Yeah, I guess it was unique. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Scott, number five. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Come on, you said you'd help me move. Oh, jeez. Uh, number five is the, the Letterman cameo. Uh, it's just weird to see him in it. And... Uh, it, it was kind of funny, but I, I don't know, like too much of that like exchange had to do with Chris Elliott's character. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just the novelty of seeing Letterman appear in a movie like this. And uh, yeah. I had no idea. So yeah, that's, that's my number five. A little higher on my list, but it was good to see him in a movie. Alright, mine is the I liked I got a kick out of the figurehead on the boat changing and you know, Ricky Lake. I didn't know that until I was reading the IMDB that was her doing the you know, she's got icicles or she's whatever, she's There's changing a throughout at the one movie. point. Yeah, yeah. I got a kick out of that. That's it. Alex number four. Uh my number four is uh 
that this movie has okay VFX. I mean, they're a bit surreal and wacky, which they're supposed to be, but uh, I like them. I like all the stop motion and everything. That was cool because I'm a sucker for that. The uh, the winds blowing <laughs> through faces in the clouds. Yeah. Because of storms. Chalky. Uh, yeah. Not bad. Oh, yeah. The, the, the giant cupcake hallucination. That was that shit was just weird. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm not I supposed to be funny. Sea water. Was weird. Yeah. Uh, I liked it. For what this movie was. Something to mm-hmm. grab onto. Yeah. Scott, number four. Okay. So, my number four was... Uh, one of the things that made me laugh it was the... going to back-to-back lines here, but... There was a line early on, and I think it was James Gammon... Uh, <laughs> who said... Kid... Right, this, is, this is like right after he gets on the boat. Uh, kid... We're just here to catch fish and stink. <laughs> that I don't know why, but that made me laugh. The the how how like direct it was, how uh, like self aware, uh, just just the lack of irony with it. Um, yeah, not much more to say. It was it was one of like the two things that made me laugh out loud. And so uh, there we are. All right. Uh, my number four is I thought the for this movie the crew I liked them. I, I like Brian Doyle Murray and the captain and James Gammon and Andy Richter, whoever else. Like I just, everyone except Chris Elliott. I liked <laughs> for this crappy movie, like, you know, all things considered, just, uh, they felt like seaworthy pirate dogs and I don't know. So I didn't hate him. I will say James Gammon voice gets a little old. Like it's, he talks a lot more in this than he does in major league. Well, he plays, and, he plays up though. I was going to say, he's definitely, I don't know if he got his voice changed or, you know, like it was gotten worse since Major League or if he's really hamming it up in this thing because it was a little, little too much, but it was still fun and I liked it. Um, All right. Alex, number three. My number three is riding Trina. (laughs) Yeah. The first time they did it to catch up to the boat really caught me off guard, but it was cool. She's a long distance swimmer. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was hilarious because like it would make more sense if it was the shark man, but nope, it's just girl yeah. swim pretty <laughs> as long as it's swimmer. Yep. All right, Scott, number three. Okay, so my number three uh, is the other line, which is the 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 line that Alex probably was quoting twenty years ago, uh, which is the these pipes are clean. Uh, it's the funniest thing Chris Elliott does in the movie, for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, just the 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 shot is is funny. Uh, the like his like kind of change in in the way he's dressed and, and his posture for that for that one scene. Um, yeah, it was it was it was amusing. It was it was a, a good payoff uh, for a joke that they 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 were kind of winding up for the whole movie because they they used that. Like pipes are clean line like three or four times before that, um, mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah, it was a, a funny line. All right, uh, my number three is a David Letterman scene. <laughs> You're one of them fancy lads, are you? And uh, that just reminded me, it's the fancy lad stuff. Was what's his face from Game of Thrones used to say, "Fancy lad"? 
go to your fancy lad school. What was a? Uh... Oh man, it's been fancy so long now. School. Yeah. Um, uh, Tyrion's like bodyguard, the guy who. Oh, t- Bron. Bron. He mentions fancy lad a couple times, and so in Game of Thrones, I was just laughing fancy lad stuff. But anyway, uh, I remember like back then. This is like '94. Like I would. This is. I was always watching late night uh, talk show stuff and huge Letterman fan. And I think he would just say the his line. He would show the scene from a scene from the movie and just quote it nonstop, like every episode he could or whatever. And I just remember that. You want to buy a monkey? <laughs> so, yeah. But a but a but a And that's it. David Letterman. So Alex, number two. My number two is Kelly and Mulligan. <laughs> well, Kelly, her makeup and the puppet arms looked fantastic. I love her whole look, all blue, kind of. Um, Wait, were they puppet arms, or was it just like people hidden in couches behind her and stuff? No, they seemed like they were puppet arms for when they showed her whole body, because they weren't they they were moving, but they weren't like bending the right way, and they were showing like a lot of a lot of arm there if there was somebody like back there and stuff i don't think their arms would have been long enough okay uh but yeah in other close-up shots you see like three or four arms doing like the record and everything that was cool and then she mentions her her husband mulligan (laughs) you don't expect to be uh what's his face gigantic uh what's that actor's name scott mike star you know him Who's it? Tony Stark? Mike Mike Starr. Mike Starr. Uh, From Dumb and Dumber. Michael Corleone says hello. Well, yeah, I thought their whole their whole scenes was great. And him being a giant going out to the water, fighting Chalky. Like, yeah. to- like, totally the fact that he gets strangled to death is kind of not funny. <laughs> yeah. I thought that he was just going to let go and, you know, cough up and then run back to the island. But no, he's dead. Yeah. It was stupid. All right. Scott, number two. Okay. Number two. Uh, I mean, Jeff pretty pretty much summed this up already, but uh, Chris Elliott's character is just obnoxious for the entire movie without ever being likable. Um, <laughs> at the talent so you know you look back at, at like Sandler and Sandler's turned out some some crap but uh, like he like Sandler plays all these obnoxious characters but there's still something affable about him like something that likable where you you know, eventually are you kind of want to root for him or you, or you do root for him in a lot of these movies but here there's just it's like no redeeming anything. Like at the, at the very end, he he's like willing to give up his his life of luxury uh, to to go be a normal person. I guess like that's as best close as he gets to be a fisherman and stink. Yeah, yeah. It's just like just no like just did not care about his character at all, and it it's hard to to do that and be funny and you know and. and Nothing funny is going on. Like, yeah, it's just... Just awful. Yep. 
This is not good good movie making. All right. Uh, my number two, which I think Alex said he liked, but Scott, Scott said he didn't. So I'm going to break the tie here. And I said I did like the quaint scenes of like the wind blowing, you know, faces on those clouds blowing and the face on the moon and other mm-hmm. stuff. I kind of liked it. Uh, that kind of goes along with, I said, with the Ricky Lake on the front of the boat, all that stuff. Well, maybe it doesn't work in this movie. I still, you know, so I'm trying to find positives here. No, I, 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 didn't, I didn't have like a problem it. with any of that stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's one of the things I think did work for the movie. <laughs> I, I just wish Chris Elliott wasn't in it. And then maybe <laughs> Like I said, if you took the crew and that stuff and did something, and I guess maybe don't rock the boat as much. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we got ourselves a movie there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Take out Chris Elliott, keep the crew, keep the, stop the boat from rocking. Baby, you got a movie going. <laughs> All right, Alex, number one. My number one is that a lot of this movie is just surreal nonsense. And that is <laughs> like the best thing that this movie has going for it. Like, you don't know what era this movie is in until you see the cars and the beer cans and everything. And the boat's got a motor. But even then, the boat looks like it's from, I don't know, the 1700s. He goes to that rickety town, but they still go uh, to Hawaii for like a modern resort for 1994, at least. Uh, that's all weird. And then all, when they get to Hell's Bucket and stuff starts happening, like even weirder shit. So I like all that. <laughs> all right. I guess I do too. Scott, number one. Number one is something in line with with what you guys have been saying about the 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 best parts of this movie, and it's the the sets. Um, despite the the rocking, I, I do uh, enjoy, and I did enjoy the fact that that it was obviously like I'm on a back lot like set. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, like most of the movie is just on that ship, um, and they're just getting different angles and and. Uh, allow them to add a lot of detail to, to the ship, like make it feel really worn in. Um, I mean, the ship is kind of gross. <laughs> really gross. <laughs> but uh, I mean, it's it's still like a, a, a really uh, effective uh, set piece. Uh, the little like raft he goes on, uh, like even, even that worked. Um, the, uh, the, the little like lagoon that they're in on that island, as as like cheap as that looked, <laughs> like I, I I did like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like some of the like the weather effects they they use in the backdrop, which is you know more more of an effect than a set, but uh, you know all that stuff revolved around the ship as well. And uh, I did I did like uh, and it almost made my list, but I, I kind of combining it here was that the the ship was named the Filthy Whore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did. I did like that. Um, so I did. I did think that was that was kind of funny. Uh, so yeah, that, that's my number one. Um, kind of see like the Burton influence there. Mm-hmm. He yeah. did like feel the horse. <laughs> he does. Whoa. Uh, my number one is him riding her in the water. I I laughed when he he came out of the cave <laughs> and getting back to the ship. I. It was a real laugh. It wasn't a, uh, a pity a chuckle pity or laugh. anything. Yeah. <laughs> you chuckled by yourself watching this movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just really laughed. I thought, I thought it was clever. And then at the end of the movie, when he looks out, I'm like, oh, they're going to do it again. And they did it. And I laughed again. 
So, gotta give credit where credit's due on that one. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Uh, any honorable mentions? <laughs> All um, right, then. No. Um, I did not see tobacco coming out of that cupcake. It's <laughs> gross. All right, well, let's rate it. Uh, as usual, we rate on a scale of one to seven, one being absolute garbage, seven is perfection. Alex, <laughs> what'd you give this movie? Yeah. I didn't hate it. I just don't like this movie. So I'm going to give it a three. Okay. Scott. That's it. It's a three. <laughs> Scott, can you hear me now? Yeah, can you hear me now? Yeah. Uh, uh, a two. Okay. Uh, it says... I, I can imagine watching worse movies, um, and I've, I, I have seen worse movies, uh, but this this was just awful. Like, it probably didn't help that I, I just definitely was not in the mood for it. But uh, yeah, just very little redeeming about this. I, I don't need to see it again. I do not. I don't know it. what mood someone would have to be in to be ready for this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but yeah, just uh, not not the mood I was in. Um, I'm also going to give this a three while I did not like it uh, we have seen far worse Um, like at least it's a a stupid comedy and that's what is it stupid like I guess I can't take too many points off for that like if it's supposed to be a sci-fi thriller and it's just dumb then I get to give it a lower score I guess so that's how I rate it and it was an hour and 20 minutes and it had David Letterman in it bonus points it still sucks. I'll never watch it again. All right. And with that, mm-hmm. it's time for a crossover topic, which is what, Alex? It is our top five uh, moments of infidelity. Well, all right. I, I didn't do moments, but whatever. <laughs> what? Oh, well, just yeah, you'll see. Kind I of. thought we we're supposed to do high fidelity. Shit. <laughs> oh, shit. The top five moments from the movie. High fidelity. Damn it. Um, all right, Alex, which number five? Uh, my number five uh, might have to get a ruling on this one because there's technically not any infidelity, but it was really close. And it was two instances in The Simpsons, one for Homer and one for Marge. The Marge one came first when she was smitten by Jacques Brunswick. And she almost had an affair if she hadn't been driving that ironic street. <laughs> she probably would have gone slip with Jacques. Uh, the next one is with Homer. And when the power plant gets a new employee, Mindy, and they start hitting it off. And she's pretty much like the, the lady equivalent of Homer. Oh, Mindy. Mm-hmm. You came and you brought what? me a turkey. <laughs> Didn't he also have one with the country singer? Oh yeah, Lurleen. Lurleen. Um, not really because he he was just dumb. He wasn't really tempted by her. She was coming on to him strong, but he kind of, you know, kept that relationship apart. Okay. But but with Mindy, I mean, I think he was having real thoughts. Okay. <laughs> I love that scene when they're in bed and they had a great time. <laughs> then he just starts sobbing. It's like, well, Homer, why are you crying? Oh, you know what? We're going to have sex. <laughs> well, we don't have to. Yes, we do. <laughs> the fortune cookie told me to. 
All right, Scott, number five. Okay, uh, my number five. Uh, going going back here uh, to to history and to nineteen uh, sixties, which is also history, I suppose. Uh, mm-hmm. Cleopatra. Uh, a bunch in this movie, uh, but they all revolve around Cleopatra. So, <laughs> so <clears throat> just saying, Cleopatra works for all that. Queen of the Hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, my number five is at Seinfeld, and I'm taking a two for one here. And uh, one is when George is actually sleeping with he. Uh, he's not doing anything bad, but uh, she is. He, the girl he's with, is, and he's he's making a big deal about. It. He's like, Can, can't I believe I committed adultery? It's so adult. <laughs> she's like you're yeah. not committing adultery I am she's like oh okay oh, that was pretty funny and then the one that's it's just he says it but he doesn't really do it it's the comeback to the jerk store he's like I had sex with your wife <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember that where his wife tells coma. him that's the comeback to do and he once the jerk store thing doesn't work he does that and, <laughs> it's fallback uh, yeah his wife died like two years ago <laughs> so those are my number fives. Alex, number four. My number four is from Moritz. When What's-Her-Face and Brody have sex in the elevator when she's dating that asshole from Fashionable Mail at the time. Wait. Now you're attacking my libido? Yeah. You said it was what? a good size. Okay. I thought she was with him and she was cheating on him with... Ben Affleck, no? No, oh. they had broken up, and then she was with Ben Affleck. <laughs> I think you completely misread that movie, Jeff. No, I, I know she broke up, but I didn't know anything was official with her and Ben Affleck. Yeah. Okay. At least the movie made it seem that way. Like, they've been dating. Did she, like, break up with him, like, that day? Yeah, like, oh, the beginning yeah. Of the show, she, like, breaks no, up with yeah, him, no, like, the just, beginning yeah. of the movie. Yeah. You're breaking up with me? Well, I guess, she, yeah, she was cheating on, on Brody also. Can't trust that Shannon Doherty. Mm-hmm. All right. Hell hath no fear, like a woman scorned for Sega. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, Scott, number four. Uh, number four uh, was a movie that came out uh, know, like five years ago now. Maybe six. Uh it was uh, one of those high flute movies. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. It's definitely worth the watch. It was called An Education, um, uh, starring Carrie Mulligan. Um, it, oh, she got to do the movie again? Uh, a couple times. <laughs> Just twice, really. <laughs> she couldn't get it right. Yeah, the first time was a freebie. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's a, a, you know, one quick question for you guys. Uh like mm-hmm. I, I like to use the term period piece. Right. When when does something stop becoming a period piece? Like the sixties, the seventies? Well, no, it's up to the eighties now. I think nineties are a period piece. It's the aughts, I believe, that are getting there. But it's See, still always... the nineties the nineties are a period piece now. Or does it have to be like before there's electricity? Like what what's the <laughs> Yeah, that's what I always kind of 
I get what Alex is saying, but I always felt like, yeah, there's like horses and stagecoaches and <laughs> yeah, like girls that. wearing uh, corsets and stuff. And yeah, I don't. I, okay. It's, it's, it's the, the classic anyway, car rule. Anyway, the movie <laughs> takes place in the, I think, the 60s. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's worthwhile. It's, it's a drama, um, but uh, some good character studies there. Uh, and education. All right. Um, my number four is a movie I don't think we've ever talked about on this podcast before, oh. and it's uh, To Die For with Nicole Kidman. I don't know if you guys ever saw it. I don't think so. It sounds familiar. She's married to uh, okay, yeah. Dylan, one of the Dylans, and then Dylan. She uh, has Joaquin. She sleeps with Joaquin Phoenix, so she would kill him so he get money, and she wants to be a news anchor and. Right, oh, right. I did see that. Yeah, one. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I really liked that movie back in the day. I haven't seen it in forever, but I did like it. Um, so yeah, that's it. She kind of uses this to to get these horny teenagers to kill her husband, so she can have. I forgot why, because I don't think he was super rich, but I don't know. And then at the very end, what's her face? Eliana uh, Douglas like skates over his de- her dead body on the ice. It's a weird mm-hmm. ending. There it is. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. Alex, number three. My number three is the Seinfeld George. It's so adult. <laughs> All right, nice. <laughs> yeah. All right, Scott, number three. Number three is the ultimate date movie, uh, Fatal Attraction. Commando? Oh. <laughs> Fatal Attraction, nice. That's my number two. Yeah, so I'll let you talk about uh, it more, Jeff. But, uh, Fatal yeah. Instinct? Yeah, this, this one is... Uh, Definitely about when infidelities, uh, when affairs go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> not that they uh, ever go right. If you, if you want to argue it, not that any of them ever go right, but uh, some <laughs> yeah. of them, when they go wrong, they really go wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my number three is, it's not real infidelity, but it's, it's one of the first things I thought of, and based on the movie and the, uh, the theme of the movie, be Pee Wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> with her with him and the waitress and you know they don't do anything really but the husband gets all jealous her boyfriend and just a couple times with all that stuff I just that's the first thing I thought of and except it's kind of cheating but since it was the first thing I popped in my mind since Pee Wee's you know so innocent and all that that's all it really would take mm-hmm. um, so there you go that's my number three <laughs> uh, Alex <laughs> nice uh, <laughs> from Willow, <laughs> there's a short scene <laughs> where Mad Mardikin is at an end. It might be a brothel, who knows, but he slept with the wrong woman and he's trying to disguise himself as a lady before her husband Lug comes back. <laughs> and he almost pulls it off if it wasn't for the, those, uh, uh, Nakmar soldiers. I don't remember. <laughs> He's like, this one's not a woman. And Lug starts freaking out. Not a woman, gentlemen. Not a woman. Meet Lug. And he sucks him. Nice. All right, Scott, number two. Okay. Uh, my number two, sorry, uh, is uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, there's... What? We, we, what? Yeah, people cheat in that? I believe there's a few of them in this. Uh more than one specifically uh king robert who is like blatantly just like filling up 
<laughs> like Tavin wedges in front of Cersei. Yeah, uh, the seed is strong. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I think her cheating on him with her brother uh, is, is probably the one that takes the cake as far as infidelity goes in that. Uh, reminded of, of what uh, Tyrion said about Robert at one point, though, which was that if if Robert couldn't fight it, fuck it, or drink it, he was bored by it. <laughs> which is a great line yeah, uh, mm-hmm. anyways uh, Game of Thrones uh, what about Ned Stark oh that's right he didn't Ooh, dang. spoiler well we don't know. Uh, well it's okay yeah alright uh, my number two uh, Fatal Attraction uh, as Scott already mentioned uh, I mean the whole movie is based on it uh, it's pretty good yeah Duh. Michael Douglas gets his before going close officially gets hers but uh yeah poor That's rabbit kind of it. I mean there's not much to talk about yeah, poor Peter Rabbit poor rabbit buddy boilers mm-hmm alright Scott or Alex number one my number one <laughs> is the affair that rocked the nation Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky good old slick willy Okay. Define the word the. <laughs> yeah, that depends on what your definition of the word is. 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 <laughs> I did not have sexual was... relations with that woman. Masaka, on the other hand. <laughs> I don't know why I went so, southern so. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. I say, I do declare. Kodalangus. I stain that young woman's dress. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was fucking wild did you guys watch that documentary no, or not documentary no. that mini series on it I, I haven't really watched any of those like yeah I don't know what they call them true crime whatever that series is that they yeah they've done a few we watched the first episode and we never got back into it it was mm-hmm. it was bringing back memories though some of these names I had not heard in forever I was like oh but yeah Mm-hmm. It's a weird time. Uh, yeah. Sadio. Yeah. Not normal yeah. like today. Yeah. Yeah. What was what was I watching the other day where Oh, that one drama miniseries about Rosie O'Donnell and uh Jay Leno. Or Jay Leno. <laughs> <laughs> Fox no. There was like a year where Fox oh. just kept turning yeah, out this, these pieces this. of garbage. Or like dramedies about, not dramedies, but like based on real life of Jane Leno, Late Night Kings or some shit like that. It was crazy. There's actually a good um, I don't know, docudrama uh, on that HBO did a long time ago called like Late Night Wars. That was about basically uh, how Jay Leno got The Tonight Show. Mm. Um, and they, I mean, it was all like actors playing like the different people but is that with uh kathy bates playing his agent that might be the one yeah yeah because i just watched that not i watched it back then but i watched it not too long ago i don't think it was hbo but it could have been Ooh, i rewatched it yeah uh it's actually i was going to talk about it later on the news section but i've been watching a documentary that's on hbo right now but i think it originally was like a cnn uh, docu uh, series about the history of late night. So going every all the way from uh, 
Oh, God. Steve Allen? Steve, yeah, Steve Allen up through. It looks like I haven't gotten that far. I'm up to, like, Fallon and the guys who are doing it now. But, yeah, I've gotten right to the the wars between Letterman and Leto. Wild stuff. Oh, sorry. It was was called The Late Shift. Yeah, Late Shift. That's what it was. Yeah, Yeah, other than Kathy Bates... uh... Treat Williams, Ed Begley Jr. Anyway, Bob Balaban. Yeah, the guy who plays Letterman is the guy that's in like all the uh, Christopher Guest yeah, documentaries. John, John Michael Higgins. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right. Oh, oh, never mind. Um, I forgot where we're at. I think it's uh, uh, Scott number one. Scott number one. Okay. Okay. What was my number one? Uh, number one is uh, one of the the iconic uh, movies uh, to, to come in the. I don't know. There's there's a term for the the period of movies, I think. But uh, at any rate, um, the Graduate. Uh, oh, that's nice! That. Damn, that's yeah, like that's good. the the uh, like the pinnacle uh, like example of of. <laughs> if if that were a genre, anyways, uh, but uh, you know, I, I <laughs> are you trying to seduce me? Uh, it's mm-hmm. have you guys ever watched the movie? By the way, yes. yeah, a couple times, a couple times. Okay, um, mm-hmm. I think I had to watch like the first time I, I watched it was actually for like a film class in college, um, but uh, yeah, it's it's definitely worth a watch if somebody hasn't seen it. Uh, okay, just the, the zeitgeist of the that 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 period. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is that a period piece? It was a period piece. If I had to, yeah. what is plastics? Man? All right, oh. uh, my number one, and it just because it comes from one of my favorite movies, is Slapshot, and it's when Paul Newman sleeps with the goalie's wife. And she confesses that she's been sleeping with girls lately, and then he uses that on the ice to infuriate the goalie. That starts the winning streak because he goes freaking nuts and tries to kill Paul Newman, and they don't have a goalie for the rest of the game. So that's how they win their first game. Ralphie's mom. Ralphie's mom. She's a lesbian. A lesbian. (laughs) Hammerhand. (laughs) So sad sucks, pussy. (laughs) Jesus. Yep. That movie has not aged. It's canceled. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm goddamn. What does what does he say? Like, he say I'm goddamn ashamed, or I'm ashamed. And then one of the Hansons, oh, not you, coach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not you. That's yeah, still like that's the one thing that's that that I remember carried out of that movie was, <laughs> oh, not you, coach. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, all right, Slapshot is my number one. Uh, I had two honorable mentions. I had the movie Gone Girl, which is kind of all about that, um, which I don't know if you guys saw. I mean, it's not all about that, I but did. that's kind of what sets if, up if, everything. I have not seen it. So if, hey, if Gone Girl. Fatal Attraction is the ultimate date movie, um, Gone Girl is the, the ultimate uh, married couple movie? <laughs> I guess. So... That's when uh, Ben Affleck uses cheats with Emily Jablonski, right, Scott? Jablonski, yes. <laughs> <laughs> when did that come up? I don't know. I always forget her name, so yeah, I just say Jablonski. Jablonski. Yeah. And the other one I had was Major League, 
Oh, uh, that, oh that's a good one. Damn. Roger Doran's wife oh, sleeping with Wild Thing. Yeah, that was good. I had no idea. I swear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. All right. Any any from you guys? Uh. Yeah. There's that Harrison Ford ghost movie. What? Uh, I forget the name of that. I know what you're talking about though. Alex. Regarding yeah, Henry. He, it... <laughs> 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 yes. Now, he had, he had, yeah. he had an affair and then he uh, killed the girl somehow or another. I don't think it was uh, on purpose, but it wasn't completely not his fault. I One didn't kill my wife. Yeah, he <laughs> but I killed my mistress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then she comes back for, I think it's Elizabeth Banks, who was the, the ghost girl. And she comes back for revenge. Hmm. Missed that one. Yeah. It's all right. All right, Scott. Any? Um. No, I'm good. <laughs> uh, what about uh, Baron Munchausen? He almost cheated. Oh, that's another good one. Damn, I'm. Aphro- Aphro- Aphrodite. That's right. Uma Thurman. <laughs> Uma. Do you think she's good looking? Ephesus. <laughs> all right. Uh, before we get in the news and sports today, uh, we're gonna do a little something different. Ooh. Uh, yeah, so we're coming up on our 400th episode. As, as we always and, say uh, here at Pawn Shop first, <laughs> if we promise anything, it's content. That's right. <laughs> and uh, with all this content, when, our, when we start approaching the number 400, we're going to do some special episodes where we're going to kind of look back at all our movie, all our episodes and just kind of look at the number. You know, we've been rating all these movies and let's take a relook at, you know, our highest rated movies, our lowest rated movies. Uh, maybe okay if we had to do it again we'd give it you know we change the our rating on it um but if you've been listening listen to us since the beginning you know that we did not rate at the very beginning our first 100 or so episodes we didn't have this format so um over the last couple weeks we've we found out what all those episodes are and we've gone back and we've backfilled ratings for those. And uh, we're not going to do episodes for all of those, but what we want to do is quickly just go over some of these numbers with you guys and us talk about them. Cause we really don't know. We all fill out a spreadsheet, but we really haven't discussed, you know, why Scott gave it this or Alex gave it this. So we're going to quickly go over about, we'll see how quickly this goes over a bunch of movies. And we'll do this over the next few weeks leading up to the 400. So does that make sense? Yes. <laughs> All right, so real quick, Aliens, we gave it seven across the board. Not surprising. Yep. Conan stand, the Barbarian. Yep. <laughs> Conan the Barbarian, sevens across the board. Same. Crime. Uh, theatrical release Crime. is the seven. Yeah. Oh, okay. Director's, uh, director's cut, uh, six. Tommy Boy, Jeff, six, Scott and Alex, fives. So we all liked it. I liked it a little bit okay. more than you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Top Gun, I gave it a seven. Alex, five, Scott, six. I think I have this right. Yeah. All right. right. I'm surprised. I'm surprised Alex uh, went low on that one. Yeah. I mean, I like that movie. I like it a lot, but I don't know if I love it. (laughs) It's it's not like one of my go-tos. Okay. Um, Yeah. And once again, here we all like it. Yeah, just different levels. I'll just say Mia 7 is, it's just nostalgic for me. This is the first adult movie I adult grown-up movie I saw in the <laughs> oh, movie theater. volleyball scene bro <laughs> uh so I saw in the movie theater that wasn't a Star Wars so um and I just have <laughs> always loved the movie I think I think so. it didn't get a seven for me because the just the suspension of disbelief that Tim Robbins fit in Nina's cockpits <laughs> I thought you could say not enough volleyball uh, uh, Val Kilmer either 
<laughs> Playing with the boys. Yeah. All right. Uh, from dusk till dawn, I gave it a six. Alex mm. a five. Scott a five. Okay. So it's weird. I'm the one giving all the high scores right it's, here. It's, it's a, a we're all, yeah, yeah, it's a, we're a fun liking. movie here. Yeah. Um. All right. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Jeff six. Uh, six is across the board here. So. Hmm. I would say I'm surprised I, Scott didn't give us a seven because yeah, I feel like you yeah, talk about this I a thought, lot. You know. Hmm. I think I think my reasoning <laughs> was that it's I wouldn't put it on par exactly with Raiders. Yeah, and that's why I didn't do it. Yeah, yeah Raiders is a seven for I me. Mean, I mean, I fucking love mm-hmm. Last Crusade though. Like, I feel like it's not well served by me giving it a six, but well, I stand by it though. <laughs> all right mm-hmm. um next is archer the show the tv show uh six for me six from alex seven from scott so i that one's weird because we got to think about when we reviewed it um i actually have not seen like the last couple seasons of it yeah yeah and i don't want to say it went downhill exactly but like there, there, there was definitely a a peak there where like every episode I I, I found it almost every episode to be hysterical. Uh, so. Yeah, no, it was mm-hmm. a very very good show, um, and I, I think that's why we all rated it high. And see, back then we did movies we liked. It's crazy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, next is Taken. Jeff's oh, sticks is across the board here. So okay. I think yeah, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder if we would. I wonder if we if we did it again now. Because that fatigue kind of set in with that, a little bit, I think, with that that kind of genre, at least, or at least with Liam Neeson, maybe. Mm-hmm. I saw it a few months back. I still give it a six. Okay. Yeah. I think I'd still give it a six, but yeah, you never know until you watch it again. Uh, Major League, uh, seven from me, six from Scott, or six from Alex, seven from Scott. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say mm-hmm. that, probably. Yeah, my top that makes 10, sense. My top ten comedies, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the next Predator sevens across the board. Oh yeah, no easy, surprise. Easy there. seven there. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Hot Shots Part Two, four from me, six from Alex, five from Scott, and I. I could totally just see this. This these makes Alex would likely <laughs> like this more than the both of us. I would like at least and yeah. Got right there. there, there's some there's some <laughs> stuff in that though that are that like is up there. But the most there must have been some other stuff that just sucked. <laughs> I mean, it did yeah. not give it. Uh, so we'll do this yeah. the old navy way, old navy rules. Whoever dies first loses. All right, Star Wars: The Phantom Menace. Jeff three, Scott or sorry, Alex five, Scott three. So I don't uh, know what Alex is. His Menace Mondays or maybe yeah, uh, it's because for me this movie's come around to being hilarious. I love it for how bad it is now. So. I can't, yeah, I can't hate on it too much. I mean, initially, this movie would have been a three, but now it's it's growing on me, man. All right, you're dumb. <laughs> um, Ferris Bueller's Day hey, Off. Hey, Jeff, Luba Duba Tapa. <laughs> God. Uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, six is across the board. I think that's... I'm, I think I'm surprised Jeff gave that a six. Why? Wow, I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Right. Yeah, I don't really have a reason for that. I'm just, I am. I'm just because <laughs> yeah. he's the older sibling and he hates the way his younger yeah. brother gets away with everything. <laughs> and I got a big old nose. I'm gonna get small. <laughs> All right. Uh, Spaceballs, six for me, six for Alex, seven for Scott. 
which I find weird. I thought if anyone would have a seven, it would be Alex. So it's it's but. seven for me because I I grew up on that movie. Like that that movie more than maybe any other kind of informed like my my I don't want to say my, my sense of humor necessarily, but like like movies that I found funny. <laughs> so fair enough. Mm-hmm. Um, next, Mirror to Children, and I believe when we did this, we didn't really talk so much about the show as we talked about, you know, scene where Al jumps from the plane, but uh, <laughs> I think we kind of just generated this on the show itself, and we all gave it sixes, which I think is fair. Um, you know, maybe not the last seven seasons, but whatever. It was, Ooh, it was yeah. a good show while we watched it. Yeah, the, at the peak. Yeah. Where it got uh, really fucking ridiculous and cartoonish. <laughs> all right. Uh, in the Line of Fire... I gave it a six, Scott or Alex five, Scott four. Um, and I can say I definitely have a weak spot for this. I saw it in the movie theater, saw it with my mom and dad, one of the few movies I ever did that with. Um, so I still like it, but I think there is a little bit of that come for me on this. Um, Scott gave it a four. That's kind of low, I would think, but whatevs. I just I was thinking about uh, like the movie, and I just I couldn't remember anything. Like I. I Yes, it's funny the all, all the the John uh, Malkovich quoting and stuff, but <laughs> like I just I don't remember there being that much good about the movie, like I remember me enjoying it all that much. So I might have all to right. watch it again before. Yeah. Yeah, it, but... Why'd you kill that bird, asshole? All right, yeah. Uh, twins, six from me, six from Alex, five from Scott. Disappointed. <laughs> I'm surprised Al- Scott uh, Alex doesn't have a seven here. That's surprising to me. That's another one I was also on the fence for. By the way, like thinking back on it, like yeah. if I had to re-rate it now, maybe I would give it a six. I don't, I don't know. You just rated this two days. No, no, ago. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's what, that, that's that's what I'm saying. Like I was so on the fence. Okay, fair enough. So uh, Alex, why is this not a seven for you? You love this movie. You talk about it all the time. I do. I do love this movie, but there's just, yeah, there's just something about it that I can't, I can't fathom giving it a seven to, because it's not perfection. It's close. It's good. <laughs> really okay. good. Tonight All is right. you and I, bro. And then I think the last one for tonight, uh, Lethal Weapon 2. Six is across the board. Lethal Weapon. That's one I also saw, like, last month. Again. Yeah, I, I watched these... It's pretty good. often, and I think they still hold. I think that I like them more now than I did as a kid because I I get more the family the the personal stuff, not just the action stuff that I liked as a kid. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't think they're perfect movies, but they're really really good. Uh, at least the yeah, first few, entertaining from beginning yeah. to end. Diplomatic yeah. immunity. Um, and it uses fax machines. It's just been right. revoked. Well, that was the first seventeen. We have. Uh, like or 18 we have like 99 more to go but i won't make this segment draw too long so that's it um get ready for more but until then it's time for alex no sports i'm alex and i like sports sports ball so the championships the world championships of night battling is happening in new zealand in some guy's backyard (laughs) (laughs) isn't isn't new zealand really just one giant backyard it kind of is. But I was reading up on this. I didn't 
no well, I, I guess i kind of knew this existed but not outside like renaissance fairs but uh, they're just a bunch of hobbyists but they have like full-on real armor and and they use real steel swords and stuff but they're blunted swords axes and shields and stuff and they get really injured they get into it so i might want to see how one is one of these matches actually uh fares so yeah keep an eye out espn your next sport the ocho should be this right. yeah Okay, well then uh, it's time for uh, Neom News. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. Okay. Uh, so, not a lot from me um, other than to say that uh, I just remind you that a lot of nerdy stuff's coming up soon, uh, coming mm-hmm. in hot uh, with uh, Cowboy Bebop. Uh, I, looked, I looked up, I finally gathered enough energy to look up one. Hawkeye <laughs> was being uh, uh, released, I guess would be the term. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's at the that end of this month. Um, so that's on Wednesdays. So Hawkeye will be starting on the 24th. Uh, so just right before uh, Thanksgiving here. Um, cool. And that's just run through. And then, of course, the Book of Mando, <laughs> uh, or Jango Fett, anyways, Book of Jango Fett. Um, Boba Fett. What did I say, Jango? <laughs> yeah, wow. never that Jango Jango. Yeah, I'm bad. Uh, but speaking of uh, other nerd stuff, uh, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. we, we will be talking about Dune not too far in the future here. Uh, but I went and saw Eternals. Uh, which is apparently Eternals and not The Eternals. Uh, so I've been doing that wrong, I guess. Uh, but anyways, uh, mm. I don't want to say too much about this, uh, but uh, I will say that I, I did enjoy it. Um, I can see why other people may not uh, enjoy it as much. Um, but uh, it's... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't say it's it's. I don't say it's uh, too different because there's that whole Marvel formula. Um, so it's definitely not breaking the mold here. Uh, but there there was enough stuff going on with it uh, that uh, yeah I didn't I didn't uh, walk out of the theater angry. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, so that's my, my review, my non-review review of Eternals. One question, mm-hmm. Scott. Okay. As I think people know, this cast includes both Rob Stark and Jon Snow. Correct? It does. Is it also true that there's a character in the show called Cersei? <laughs> that is also true. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Just and do they double team her? Wait, what? No, but it is... Oh, I know. It's a very Game of Thrones-esque thing. It is, it is thing weird here. when they make out, though. <laughs> and Cersei watches. All right. So, that's uh, all the question I have. Uh, but yeah, that's that's I think uh, all I really wanted to, to talk about this week. Um, there was something I forgot from last week that might come to me, but uh, uh, not important. Uh, Alex, anything you want to go over? Uh, yeah, I just recently just went through all the Rush Hour movies, Rush Hour 1, 2, and 3, all directed by Brett Ratner, apparently. And uh, yeah, meh. 
Really? That's that's my review. I mean, it, they're okay. I thought the the fight at uh, on Rush Hour Three at the very end on the Eiffel Tower. I thought that was pretty original. I thought I like that. That's a cool set for a fight. But most of the movies all. I mean, it's okay. Dude. Chris Tucker's just doing like an Axel Foley impression for Rush Hour Two the whole time. Rush Hour One was the funniest. I thought, yeah, I didn't, I didn't think those movies were great, but uh, they, they were fun. Yeah, at least I remember right. being that way. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen those in forever. I remember, I remember enjoying the first one or two. I don't know if I saw the third one, but. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's it. All right. Uh... Anything for you, Jeff? Yeah, um, not much as far as like uh, news or anything, but just a couple reviews and stuff. I've actually been watching some movies, so I or stuff. I finished Squid Game. So uh, if you guys haven't watched it, you guys both watched it yet or no? Yes, I have not. Oh, you yeah. haven't? No. Oh have my you bad. Started it? <laughs> no. Oh. Do you <laughs> plan it. on watching it? Yes. <laughs> just like you planned on watching what was it Stranger Things there you go but I did watch Stranger Things <laughs> yeah, well, Jesus age it was an uphill battle <laughs> um, alright well any of our listeners I know Alex mentioned it a while ago uh, I agree with him watch it it's really good um, yeah that's all I have to say about that without giving away spoilers but I really did enjoy it um, I heard talk about Dune I started watching, I mentioned the late night show. So I forgot what it's called. The history of late night or the story of late night. Uh, I'm only like three episodes. It's an older documentary, but I just found it on HBO max. So, um, kind of check it out. Like I said, it goes from Steve Allen all the way through to, you know, Johnny Carson and to Jay Leno and Letterman, uh, then Conan and then all that stuff. So I'm really enjoying that. If you're around our age, I think, uh, late night was a big deal. I don't know. Did we just outgrow it? Okay. Do you guys still watch late night? talk shows anymore no nope yeah i just i i almost never have like network television like turned on yeah. i i'll watch highlights mm-hmm. from 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 uh, the shows though if something funny happens or... yeah uh yeah when i was young, like high school through or maybe even junior high like i started with arsenio that was actually and they mentioned that, on oh, that. Yeah. Was, like, a lot of younger people <laughs> yeah because their parents watched johnny carson and it was like dumb but you watch arsenio and it was it was cooler stuff. So. Um, but yeah, so whenever that came out is when I started watching. And then I watched all the way through. And I would watch, you know. Okay, say I would watch um, when David Letterman went to CBS. I'd watch David Letterman. Then I'd switch to NBC to watch Conan. And then I'd watch the one after that. And then they would replay Letterman, I think. I mean, I'd watch TV till 3 4 in the morning and watch all this crap. I used to love it. Yeah, no, no, when I was a kid, definitely I would stay up to to watch Conan. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Not so much with Leno. Um, No, I didn't really like Leno. I mean, I would watch it every once in a while, but it was mostly, uh, like I said, Letterman, and then I'd switch to Conan. Yeah, I do do remember watching some Arsenio. uh, It was mostly Conan with the. It's just the dumbest bits. The, yeah. <laughs> the masturbating bear. The masturbating bear. Uh, my favorite was always Pimp Yeah, Pimp yeah, Pimp yeah. I totally forgot when they used to put just the mouths on the, 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 mouths you know, the screens. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. God. I remember, oh, I remember God. fucking dying one night because they, they had the guy that, that does Arnold Schwarzenegger. 
but like the the prosthetic that he puts to make it look like he has a gap in his teeth like, yeah the gap yeah, yeah it kept falling off like it was yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's good stuff. So if you're interested in that, uh, I recommend that comp- that documentary. And then another documentary I watched on Disney Plus uh, was called Among the Stars, and it was uh, basically a bunch. It was a NASA series about uh, basically following this one astronaut, but a few others too, on him. You know, training to go to this mission, they have to fix this super expensive uh, telescope that's looking for the origins of our universe and. It's on the space station and at the repair some stuff. And it's just, it's, it's really awesome. I mean, beautiful to watch if you have, you know, a 4K TV and everything. But it's just so interesting. Uh, the engineer in me really came out as I was watching it and just how smart these people are and these issues they have to deal with. And just like things you don't even think about. Like, okay, our astronaut has to go up there and, uh, you know, unscrew this bolt or whatever. And, uh, but there's nothing for him to hold on to. And he has to hold on to something because he's in zero G or microgravity. So if he turns the wrench to the left, he's going to go to the right, <laughs> unless he's able to hold on to something. It's just mm-hmm. all these things they have to think of. And it's the whole division of people just creating use, tools. Sorry. Did they say if, if they used like a Phillips or a flathead? I mean, the Russians used Phillips and the Americans used flathead. So it oh, there we go. Up. Flatheads all the way. USA. Yeah. USA. There, there's a, <laughs> I, uh, uh, there's a good line. I think, I don't know if it originated here, but on, on the West Wing about, uh, like, difference between the Russian and, and American astronauts, or the, the cosmonauts, I guess, for the Russians, uh, mm-hmm. which was that the, like, the NASA, whoever spent, like, like, a ton of money and, and time and resources trying to figure out how to make a pen that could write upside down in space. And then somebody asked, uh, like, the person they were talking to, like, but guess what the Russians did? Um, so uh, I'll ask you Vodka. guys, what do you, what, what do you think the, the Russians did to solve that problem? Well, I know it. They didn't write, they typed. No, they brought pencils. Yeah, good old there number two. Yeah, so... There you go. <laughs> I, was, I was uh, like that idea though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and it's cool too because I because I haven't I used to be so into this stuff and I I haven't really paid attention in years even decades now or uh well until just very very recently we stopped we couldn't send our own astronauts into space because the space shuttle shit stopped so we were just buying passenger seats on the Russian stuff and it's like eighty million dollars a seat to get one of our guys up there and. Uh, but now with SpaceX, now they're using uh, the private, you know, they're using uh, Elon uh, Musk. privatized market. Yeah, they're using that yeah. to get people up there. It's just, it's crazy. And how I live, I love how global it is. I mean, all the astronauts up there are, you know, there's one American, one Canadian, uh, one Italian, one Russian. It's just, it's hey. So if you're into that kind of stuff, I definitely recommend it. It's can be a little dry at times, but then it's also just if you're like I said, if you're into problem solving and and like real, real world stuff, real science stuff, I should say, mm-hmm. give it a watch. That's on Disney Plus, and that's all I got. All right, sounds like we might be good then. Need you. All right. Uh, with that, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. 
We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.